I'd like to call a specific group to the front of the congregation. In my estimation, you know, it's a combination of scariness, paranoia, and just blogging your mind with bullshit, you know. It's a spectrum now, you know. Them folks who got 100 straps, buying bullets every paycheck, 100 cameras around the house. Or, you know, just a person that's just all dicked out on the goddamn neighborhood app, you know what I'm saying? And with this, this just brings me to my next point. I'm not talking about the people that's in the inner city or the cities or a city where it really go down. I'm talking about America, dog. Town, the towns, under 150,000 people cities that make up America. The folk that never gotten a physical altercation since sixth grade. The crime rate in the area is damn near non-existent. And, you know, shit like that is just not a quite of a reality. Maybe I'm too far on the other end, the other, other end of just not being scary, living in reality, and just taking shit how it comes, you know? I don't know. It just throws me off these people that live in this level of goddamn paranoia, dog. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. Wow, it's your boy Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Oh, no, oh, no, it's them again. It's them boys from In My Humble Opinion. Once again, I am Avery, like a very nice guy. I don't remember what my Twitter or anything. I just changed it, but it'll be on the thing. And that's my brother over there. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just Devon. That's it, man. Let's go to it. (laughs) I mean... Rumble never misses with the with the with the social commentary as far yeah. as making actual observations that make sense. Man, they got scary people out here in this world who populate the world, and um, yeah, it's 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 sad. I mean, I think about this in the context of the Ukraine thing, the the invasion, and and how people talking about how they they sending guns to all of the civilians. Man, they wouldn't need to send the guns to all the civilians in the United States. Boy, no, it's, it's, it's Planet Boys already here, ready for Ukraine, ready for Russia to come over here with their nonsense. Yeah. Or we can actually shoot or ready for too many black people to be in their neighborhood. Uh, it really doesn't yeah. matter. Either one either one is good. You saw what happened with, with the riots with George Floyd, all the white people was online. I tell you what, if anybody <laughs> come in my neighborhood, hey, all right, you see what I got behind me? Yeah, like okay. When the people was marching, you remember the people came in the front yard. That woman (laughs) and her husband and her husband, both of them pulled out guns for people walking by. Mm. The the, the funny part about that though, they they'd be running scared if somebody like really came over trying to kill them too. Oh yeah, some of the the majority of them that was like that would be running scared if somebody was really trying to kill them too. I I said the majority. I say all of them. It's someone who really want that. I'm there, saying there's this, there's the majority that, that got scared and shot some people, but we're not going to talk about that. Kid. Well, I saw a meme yeah, about yeah, him. It was like, it was like, why his mama don't go drop him to Ukraine? Come on, like, <laughs> go, <laughs> go drop him. To, go do keep, some damage, keep, man. Keep that same energy, my boy. <laughs> mm. Keep that same energy. Yeah, but I mean, we're a country that's birthed on that. I think it's always funny, Devon. Uh, we're gonna. Leaning on your legal acumen a few times um, during this episode of the Best Friend Weekend 
in my humble opinion, crossover pod. But I'm going to start by saying this. Why do so many people lean in on the Second Amendment? Like, that's the only one that matters in this country, bro. Uh, I mean, honestly, with the, the NRA, the Republicans really push. The Second Amendment is adjusted over time. Like, there was a time in this country when it was just there, but we weren't speaking about it the way that we speak about it. And then there was a big orchestrated push to make the Second Amendment a thing. There are a few things coming out that party. Like, it was the Second Amendment, it was abortion, and it was one other thing that they were just like, this is what we are now. Shortly after black people started, you know, getting rights and being allowed in schools and stuff like that. So, yeah, we just a gun-loving country. I don't know if we a tough country, but we're a gun-loving country. Like, you see the Ukraine, like, you saw the video of that Ukrainian woman that walked up to the Russians' uh, soldiers and was like, get out of my country. And then she gave them some sunflower seeds and was like, here, put these in your pocket. Because when you die, it's going to grow a nice tree. Like, oh, shit. I don't know. Exactly. That's the thing. First of all, she ain't have not one gun on her. She looked like she was going to the store and stopped to just let the Russians know what's up. Uh, when you see their situation, I feel like it's different. If we got attacked right now, I don't think you would see Biden in full camo gear walking the streets. You know, with with the like, they president stayed. They president stayed like he was like the president is the leader of the military, but my man is literally the leader of the military. Like he's like, I ain't going nowhere. Uh, Braveheart shit. We're just an overly. I don't like to say overly, but we are. We're we're just a heavily armored country, and I like guns, but we just got a lot of guns. And I'm in Texas, so. We're all in Texas. You run across people in situations with guns, and I'm like, that what? Oh, okay. Everybody just keeps something on them. It makes a lot of sense, but um, I, I would think that even in even with that being said, like, um, you, you know, what co- comes to mind is you said the tough country thing, and I'm thinking about it in the sense of like sports, like combat sports, how Americans don't usually be the toughest ones winning and shit like that. Nah. And I, that that's what comes to my mind is like that if it was a gun shooting each other sport, then we'd probably be pretty down. decent at it. Yeah, because yeah, it's not that we're like don't want to be tough. We just don't got the need to be. Like you know what I'm saying? Like these dudes over here walking, they're hunting, they're having to do, they're having to do other stuff. We live in a world of convenience. They don't got DoorDash like we got. <laughs> I just ordered breakfast. Our biggest complaint you know is, a, is a surcharge. They like, mm-hmm. oh, they got a Uber Uber charging extra. I might have to get up and go. Mm-hmm. I'm not though. So yeah, we got we got a tough country. Right? I, I I think um yeah we have a tough country, but I think you know like the old saying is, is no fat when the rabbit got the gun. Mm-hmm. I just want I don't know if everybody's that tough when the rabbit got the gun. It's you know yeah. <laughs> I don't think everybody, I think some people are, but I don't think everybody is as tough as they seem when the rabbit got the gun. That's true. Yeah, the stakes get high and then people yeah. start um start start cowering in fear. And that's a real thing. But I don't like I don't like what y'all just said. What you said? <laughs> I don't know, man. There's accident murderers. There's the people that yeah. you put in a, in a position and they're like, oh, well, now I have to do something. The, I'm not like the people that cower, okay, but the accident ones. Uh yeah, those are the ones that I'm like, all right, I'm I like even now, in a lot of situations, I'll be like, I'm sure these people have guns on them, 
but a lot of these niggas aren't who they say they are. So I need to chill out because they're going to want to push the issue and then be like, well, he from the suburbs. I don't know if he's going to do anything. I will, nigga. But uh, <laughs> I mean, plus the other thing is when people have guns, like you're always more comfortable around people if they're going to have a gun that know how to use a gun. Like, True. I feel like we all have friends that have a gun and like they took it out of the show. I'm like, no, put that up. Like, I don't trust your abilities with a gun at all. Like, like at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, they ain't got nothing in it. I was like, dog, put your gun up. Like, first of all, people that have guns and use them a lot barely be taking their guns out. Like, you'd be around somebody like, I didn't even know you had a gun. It was like, there was no need for you to know. As a man, as specifically as a black man, specifically as somebody our age, I think that anybody could attest to this. This, and it's not even something that I wrote down that burned my boot at. But growing up, anytime somebody would pull out a gun, I mean, shout out, this podcast brought to you by Dick Irwin. I remember Dick Irwin pulling out a gun one time and messing with it in a like in an apartment. I was like, no, you. <laughs> put that shit down. You better shoot me. And, but, but it's almost almost to a man. Any one of the, the homies pull out a gun. I remember being at Los House one time. He's like, oh, man, Chalky left this assault rifle. And he over there doing all kind of stuff. I'm like, put it down. <laughs> Just put this it is, down. This put is to the black men of America. Now, put your guns up. We've seen them. We, we know what seen, they are. We've seen <laughs> every gun. And I promise you, too, when you're explaining <laughs> me the intricacies of your gun, I'm not listening. All I'm, I'm thinking is, dog, keep your finger off the trigger, please. Mm. Or if you're going to do it, be the type of person who consistently pointing it away from both of us while yeah. you're saying, like, hey, look, so this is the yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're always like, making a mistake. They're always. <laughs> like, I was, always. At, a, I was at a party. <laughs> I'm at a party, and my cousin, you know, he's showing everybody his gun. The shit's pointed right at me. Yeah. I'm like, nigga. Oh, yeah. I'm on the other side of the room. Oh, I'm like, all right. Well, you're not like you're not safe. Yeah. Like, no, put it up. That's the that's the hey 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 hey. Put that yeah. thing up, man. Because I just <laughs> I, I just picture the person crying at my funeral, and yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, that's all I like. I didn't even know. I was like, dog, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he should be in the box to, with to me. The niggas that fuck up constantly, real big, like with shit, like not just guns or things like that. There's some shit where the phrase "I'm sorry, dog" don't work. Nigga, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, that's one of them. Yeah, I'm taking I'm taking one of your children. Yeah, <laughs> hey, my, uh, I'm sorry. That's it. My little brother, uh, my sister brother, got shot in the back like that in Gremlin. Boy, See, in the back seat, playing with the gun, and he came. My sister drove out there flying. Went out there with the try to hit that hit up with that. My bad. She told the hospital <laughs> up trying to get after that boy. That boy left school, had to leave school, man. That's trying to our, kill cousin, him. Uh, our cousin yeah. got killed by, uh, uh, on the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. We all know somebody. Like, I got a, I got an actual cousin who killed his brother. Like That's the same thing. Same like, thing. Same they, were kids. <laughs> they were like They were like little kids. But still, same thing. Uh, these these yeah. stories pervade culture. So, no, I mean, I could always say that, man. What was your yeah. cousin's name? No, Mike. This was this was no, no, no. no. Ours were teenagers. Okay, this was like five and four year olds, like real kids. But it's it's like kids. It's guns, cutting all all that to say guns is a problem. And if one of y'all like accidentally shot me, shit, that burned my booty, man. Look, let me tell you some other things that burn my booty this week, man. The first thing that burns my booty this week is the fact that kids feel like um, dumb shit. 
is a privilege. Um, and I, I'll give you some examples. I'll give you some examples. For instance, the kid would be like, oh, I ain't got to put on my seatbelt? And they <laughs> hype about that. Yeah. Oh, oh no, I ain't got to brush my teeth? I ain't got to take a bath? Ready to die. Just hype. Ready I get to, to die sit in the front seat? Oh, my God. You, this is a, do this you is remember a, being a kid? I was about to say, dog. Right? <laughs> what are you talking about? You have no frame of reference. You're an idiot. You don't know, understand things. I was hype about stupid shit when I was a kid, too. Because well, I didn't know. Kid, and, with seat belts. And, you know, and, seat belts I love it. I love it. I love and it. as a kid, on, you can't Ladies. do nothing. You we were this is... training about little kids throwing temper tantrums, and the lady was like, hey, I know you mad at your child because you couldn't take it to McDonald's, but you told that nigga on Monday that you were going to take it to McDonald's <laughs> on Friday. This dude can't drive. He ain't got be like that was the highlight of his life. Yeah. And then you was McDonald's. like, oh, man, they called me into work early this morning. And this dude is like, what? <laughs> like, job. first off, I I've gotten up every day thinking about <laughs> McDonald's. And now you're going to do five minutes. I was like, oh, that's right. This is a perk of adulthood. And this is why this is so funny of a comment to me. This is why this is so funny. Because in my humble opinion podcast, I mean, you know, for all intents and purposes, y'all out here bachelors, man. Y'all out here without kids. Absolutely. Myself and Los, best friend weekend, we got cheering. We understand this from a different standpoint now. I do have that point of reference. I yeah. remember being like, I don't want to take a bath or it, yeah. like whatever the case is. I don't want to do this because it all feels like a chore. But when you're raising kids, it just feels stupid. Oh, no. <laughs> it is. Man. If you don't get your ass in there and wash your funky, mama say, come wash it. I ain't that dirty. I'm going to take a wash off in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, come on, I went from being like that to taking three showers a day. Now I'm yeah. like, nigga, yeah. Like I don't I can't imagine. And I don't know well, why were, I, feel, I feel like that's a boy thing. Like I don't understand. Well, like, no. Is it a girl <laughs> no. thing too? The not the not no, wanting to take a shower? No. That's a girl girls, thing too. Girls do it until until they until they realize the opposite sex. And, or uh, somebody clown them at school. Or like their friends. Well, clown let's say for boys, but my you know, girls, I had an easy, easy girl. It, it wasn't that bad. Like she ain't mind getting in and washing them. Um, but other than, like getting getting excited about stupid shit, she had that very 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 bad. So it just depends on your kid. Uh, <laughs> like like my, I had uh, in my oh, condo, I had a, a little pond in the middle. It was trash. It was the worst looking pond ever. But every time she came over, we come like had to go to the door. She wanted to go to the pond. And if I I said, well, not tonight. It's dark. We can go in the morning. She's up at six thirty to crack of dawn, hitting me to let's go to the pond. Like so. Yeah, just and when the ducks was all dead, the man had captured the ducks and everything. There were no ducks out there. It was just water. There was a, there was an oil spill in my pond. All the ducks. Yeah. Was, was, nah, he just he just didn't yeah. like the ducks taking a dump on the concrete. It was like twenty five ducks over there, and literally I, at night you hit them. Right, boy, out there working again, killing ducks. Not, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to say he killed them. I know they weren't there no more. Yeah, allegedly. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, you're yeah, not gonna put I, that on them. She done seen about four ponds in her life. Okay, <laughs> that's what that is, though. It's like I, I was talking to my cousin the other day about dating. He's younger than me, and I was like, at a certain point, 
Like, you're excited, you know, you'd be like, oh my God, this girl liked me. I'm like, nigga, now I'll be like, that's cute, whatever. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, such a C fine though, I'll be like, you don't, you don't understand everything that comes with this, sir. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh my God, titties. I'm like, it's yeah. it's Tuesday. <laughs> plus, for, plus for frame of reference, I realized, and I told my brother this, all of my adult family members, like my aunts and uncles, that I thought was rich, was not and all the ones that i thought was poor was rich and it was because all the ones i thought were rich just had stuff that i liked like you was like oh no this dude got a video game system like stereo he is a billionaire (laughs) he got a (laughs) and then i go over my you know i go over somebody's house that had money and i'm like man all this dude got like what you need three bedrooms for you got three four bedrooms with beds in them for why like wood on, what you got wood on the floor. Who needs wood on the floor? <laughs> so, on yeah, wood. yeah. I want yeah. some coffee. Yeah, I can no, <laughs> yeah. hoop on this. I ain't got no grip. Exactly, exactly. Man, it makes a lot of sense, man. Look, let me tell y'all the next thing that burns my Buddha this week. And that is, okay, this one, I I don't know how much, I don't know if it burns my Buddha as much if it's just an observation. Okay, so let's let's keep it above board with this one, but it's this Adidas commercial that came out, it's the I'm possible commercial. And it's, um, and it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a praising of women athletes and they come out and they like, I'm possible. I could be a, um, a, um, a, a handicapped person. I could be this, I could be that and all kind of different women and different, whatever. And one part of the commercial, they said, um, I could be a trans athlete competing against women and I'm strong in I, I, I Adidas. I and I was like, I was like, man, hold up. Or they, did they really just stand on that? Like that that's such a deep societal issue that Adidas is like, I'm picking a side. If you're a trans woman, you could compete against women. And I just think that that's a that's a stance for Adidas, boy. That's that's I, just I don't know, know what, what you wear. Do you wear men's or women's wear? If you're sponsored by Adidas, <laughs> which one do you wear? I think I think they wear the women. I think you wear women's wear. You wear women's wear. That's why I said about you know, It's a little, I, t- you know, I, you got an issue in the front. I do think. Okay, relax. I said I think relax. the trans athlete issue is just going to change how it, and this is not me saying I agree or disagree. I yeah. mean, I'll be honest. I don't fully agree. Uh, I think it's going to change how we divide up and qualify sports. Because I feel hmm. like this is leading down a path where it's going to be strictly merit. Like they like, yo, mm-hmm. look, this is like when it comes to boxing, when it comes to anything, like, yo, this is the class. This is like we're gonna base things on how hard you hit, how fast uh-huh. you run, da 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 da. And we just gonna have a class like that. Cause I thought the trans issue would kind of fade out. And it appears to have only it's really big in sports. Like you mm-hmm. find that that's kind of the main place, like you could talk about it for bathrooms, but the truth is American bathrooms are trash. We should all have single stall bathrooms with the door go from the top to the bottom. You just walk in, lock it. That's an American thing. I don't know who put up our bathrooms like this. Absolute trash. But that either trough. way. Yeah. I said I don't I said I don't understand this. Like we we like every bathroom should be a Bucky's. If y'all don't know Bucky's, go there. It's fantastic. Uh but sports <laughs> is like the last spot. Like, that's pretty much the main spot where it's like, I have men and I have women competing, but now I have this new uh, type of athlete that we're trying to figure out what's what. 
my biggest concern on some stuff is like the trans issue is hurting. Like, like you saw the black women that have been knocked in the Olympics because they like, oh, we did a, a DNA test and it turns out. Oh yeah, I think you're more man than woman. Chromosomal like, DNA type. Yeah, of thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, how do getting rights for trans people, which a lot of times when I see the forefront are just white men becoming white women, uh, how did that become a Oh, black women got to get knocked now. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know where it's going to head, but right now I don't even know how big of an issue it is. I just know that it is becoming the forefront of like marketing campaigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, that's kind of the thing that, that shot it out to me, the Adidas thing. And I just think that to piggyback on what you said and not even to be long winded, um, it just feels like it's going in the direction of we won't have gender classifications it'll just be Mm. basketball and there won't be a women's basketball it'll kill women's sports like if you're a woman who good enough to play in the nba you come play like but Mm. why have a women's why have a WNBA if there are transgender athletes in there that's dominating like joanna man type stuff like you know right like if the whole league got 15 joanna mans and then the women who were born women are like i can't compete against them then then do you come up with a third league or do you just abolish that league altogether and say if you're good enough playing in the NBA? I think if that's they, if they make it, I think if they make it linear and make it all one like that, I think you would have fewer people transitioning over to go play sports too. Mm, well, you, that's a low, that's a loose point that he's made on the podcast before that he thinks yeah. that some women do that just to play sports. I don't think that's a thing. Just but, to be good, I, I don't. I don't think you can't. You can't possibly think it's okay for a man. You know, that's what we already had a conversation before. But I don't, that's that's crazy. But some of, some of, some people are obsessed like that. And they will make the transition just so they can be good at their sport. I think there are definitely people that have taken advantage of the situation when you're stepping in. There's no difference. There's a physical difference between men and women. That's not to say that women can't compete at a high level. That's not to say that there aren't women that compete at a high level as men. A lot of the times, the sports we're talking about are like contact sports, like football. We're talking about sports like basketball. We might not necessarily be talking about like weightlifting, mm-hmm. uh, where it's this is a one on one. This is a singular effort, and it don't matter what you are. If you can lift the weight, you can lift the weight. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I don't care who you are. If you're a woman that can lift this weight, lift. You know what I'm saying? If you can beat out the men, that's fine. I, there's a championship weightlifter. I know she lifts more than me, uh, but. Now watching this, like I feel like the main thing we're looking at is like when I hear this, I'm always refer. It's always referring to me basketball and football. Mm-hmm. Those are the main sports I feel like people are talking about the transgender issues in. But no, or, it's, or, we've seen it in swimming and lacrosse. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> too. You know what I mean? It's, too. It's it's a lot of people who out here uh, track and field. And then my is, other thing about it is I don't know how big the issue is or if it's a thing where. We have a well. We have a small minority of people that are receiving a lot of press because yeah, it's like possible. that. You know, it's like that Simpsons episode where they're like, "I'm a girl and I want to play football." And it's like, okay, like there are three girls over there on the football team, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, this don't really get press no more." Gotcha. So never mind. I don't want to play. 
That's a, that's a recent season of of The Simpsons. You, I still, I still enjoy, I still enjoy The oh Simpsons. God, you know when you said, I was like, wow. I stick, well, I, I, I stick with the team that I came with. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's go Oilers. I feel you, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I call you Buddha this week, huh? Well, wait till Brittany Griner get out of jail. She gonna be like, hey, Die. the NBA no. ready after no. prison? <laughs> ah, give me that no. elbow uh, layup. The Britney Griner thing is wild. We're gonna be out here. <laughs> like the the Britney Griner thing is wild because she was in jail for three weeks. Yeah, man. Before, before we even knew, she probably odds are, it would be my guess that she had no nothing on her at all. Yeah. I don't think I don't think yeah, she had anything thing. on her. Uh, I think it's one of those things. Russia is a very anti, uh, gay community. Mm-hmm. Uh. She has been playing there. If you a WNBA player, you got to have two jobs. There's just no getting around it. She was playing in the WNBA. She go over and she plays for a team in Russia that she's been playing for for a few years. Right. They pay her four times the salary she'll be making in the WNBA. Yeah, I don't think that anybody, and I'm pretty sure all the speeches when you go overseas for every athlete is, hey, don't have nothing on you at all, especially in Russia. I find it interesting that all of a sudden, three weeks ago, she made a dire mistake at a point where Russia is going to war and they're going to need the U.S. to stay out of it. So, well, and, you know, go back. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to I'm not going to try to even stop you, but I'm just going to put a pin in it and say this. Go back and listen to Best Friend Weekend last week. We went deep dive into this and I'll just add this to it. I'll say that I think. The Russians believe Britney Griner is a bigger deal in the United States than the United States believes Britney Griner is a bigger deal. I Absolutely. think that, I, and that's why I agree with you. I think Absolutely. they could set her up because they think, oh man, that's a superstar American athlete. And I think that America's like, oh, black woman, who cares? Like, they, they, they forgot how little we pay attention to black. I mean, look, mm-hmm. we're in Houston. Houston had a four-time dynasty with the Comets. When the WNBA started, the Comets won four times in a row. And then we sold them. <laughs> like, <laughs> no that was it. Like, on, like in the middle of the night, we was just like, hey, dog. That was fun. Congratulations was fun. on y'all's wins. <laughs> I got to be honest. I feel like <laughs> Cynthia Cooper was working at Prospect Park the next God. week. Like, I, God. I mean, the the, I gotta be honest with y'all. Cynthia Cooper, all right, me and Devon, you know, came up pretty decent, but not like NBA decent. Cynthia Cooper lived in our neighborhood. Uh, yeah. That was yeah, saying, saying a bit. I was like, nigga, what? When her her uh it's like her her brother she adopted, he was like, Yeah, Cynthia Cooper, that's that's like my guardian. I was no, like, she was right there. Our neighborhood has so many. Like, if you were, we we were not black excellence in our neighborhood. Like, when we first moved there, it would be like this one couple walking. It's black couple, so we're like, "Hey, what's up? What do y'all do?" They're like, "Oh, we're Olympic athletes." I was like, "Oh, oh, we're like." It was a number of Olympic athletes that lived in our neighborhood. If you was black, they was like, "Oh yeah, we're only here like six, seven months. We're gone six, seven months out of the year because we got to go train." I was like, "Oh, we don't do nothing." I I might get on my middle school football team. Like I'm trying. <laughs> that was it. There it is. Hey, Los, tell us what burned you boot at this week, man. 
uh, what burned my booty this week? I don't like long conversations in the um, in the locker room slash bathroom of the gym. <laughs> don't like them. Don't like Agreed. them. It's some, it's the, the guy when the second time just stopped me. He was talking to somebody else. I was washing my hands. Uh, you know, my pre workout just kicking in. I'm about to get ready and get it in. And he want to talk about, hey man, ain't, that, ain't, ain't gas prices just disheartening? Ain't that disheartening? <laughs> Out the blue. Just out the blue with a towel on. I'm like, oh, all right. You know, I said, yeah, they high as hell. You know, I'm walking. He's like, yeah, man. So I was over there off what you call the street. It's 506. You go here. It's far. Like, okay. You know, yeah, it's crazy. What kind of car you drive? Because I got a truck. I like that. I don't like long conversations in the out, locker room. Like, <laughs> you got to understand, Los, that some people leave their house and they don't have, and they don't have nobody to talk to. And that'd be they excuse to talk and i was i was saying this same thing a couple weeks ago we went vote uh shout out shout out for in love you know re-elected one time for yeah. one time one time Uh-oh. we went to vote and this old lady just was like coming up to us and kept talking talking like the voter poll lady yeah and i was like i was like hey relax this is the <laughs> highlight of her of her week to yeah. talk to somebody. Everybody. So, yeah. For years, bro. She's yeah. talking to people. She's going to talk to old people. Okay. Yeah, what, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What what color was she? This is an old white lady. Oh, okay. Well, never mind. I yeah. talk to old black women at the voting polls. If you old yeah. and black, I don't care what conversation you got. I'd be like, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, ma'am. Because I'm assuming you fought for this. Well, she was uh, on the Democratic <laughs> side. So I figured she... <laughs> Stop it. You're stupid. You're stupid. No, that's You're what stupid. I be you thinking. Marched, you marched I was like, no. Nah, I am uh, taking I'm taking for granted what you fought for. I, now. I, honestly, they could have been born in 1978. <laughs> oh, I don't know. God. But yeah, I was like, so, okay, you fought that, for this on the top. The hoses was on them, right? That, like, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Well, that's different than talking to your towel in the locker room to anybody who walks in. I'm gonna like, piggyback off of that, sir. Uh don't small talk me. You got two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> two sentences. You say something, I rebut. You say something else, I rebut. It's done. We don't know each other. I don't care. I sincerely don't. And this Good is day, from the sir. bottom of my heart. I'm here for black, white, orange, green. I'm a friendly person. I make friends all the time. We always talk about the people that, that have problems making friends and the psychological effects. What about the opposite side? Nigga, leave me alone okay <laughs> that's what's happened to me now don't don't small talk me. yeah but here here's the wild thing about that like he said that and i know it's the truth but he will still lead with the small talk he'll let them talk i'd be watching him talking to people and he'd just be like uh-huh yeah 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 i'm like dog this dude has not listened to anything you have said after the first two statements but at least he's polite about it like when he's trying to escape the I'm whole amazing. time. All right. I'm very polite and I, I, I understand. But in my mind, because I don't want to be that rude to be like, nigga, I'll do that if I'm talking to some girl and the dude walks up. Then I, I'll be like, okay, this is a roastable moment. This is socially acceptable. But I can't, like, I know a specific event you're talking about too when that one girl was talking to me. Oh my God. Was weird. I, I was like, off. I wanted to leave. I wanted to, I wanted to, like, crawl out of my skin. And like just, just I guess melt and go down the sewer hole because I could not stand it. She got real ho. She got real ho teppy for a second though. That's when I got up. But she was like, you know, you know they 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 put they putting chemicals in the soda. And I was like, all right, I got to get up. Cubicles. <laughs> chemicals. Y'all, y- 
chemicals. Okay, yeah. That's, that's all they say is chemicals. I was like, Dr. Pepper got 23 flavors starting out. I don't know what else they putting in there, but she was adding the chemicals. They're putting the COVID vaccine, man. Listen, I want to I want to transition to this because uh, I know Devon said he' about to make his way out there, and just I just want to throw out the fact that you know I've never been to South by Southwest, man, and um, I know that two of y'all is on teacher spring break. I'm kind of teacher adjacent, but you know what y'all boys doing for y'all teacher spring break right now, man? I'm a, I'm gonna hit South by Southwest, you know, and then relax and the, the spring break. Uh, all teacher holidays are bad for me because. You do stuff and then you wake up and it's Sunday and you're just like, mm-hmm. damn, I ain't do nothing. I wasted that whole. <laughs> it's Wednesday like already. It like, is. Hey. That's why I also know that Monday the kids ain't doing nothing because we all got to acclimate back in. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. sit down. Like, sit down. We back. We all wasted our spring break. So let's just relax. <laughs> okay. So South by Southwest sound like you're doing something. What is that normally? I mean, I've never, like I said, I've never been. Just a music festival where you just get a, you got a room. Southwest. What you got going on, man? Uh, it, it's a series of, it's, I mean, it's basically a whole month. It's like three and a half weeks. They got a film week, an interactive week, a music week. The music week is the main one that people are talking about. That's the one we're in now. Uh, if you want to make money, go to the interactive week. That was last week. But uh, the music week is basically you just have a whole bunch of music conferences. Like everything music related is down there. You can go down there at any level. Like I've been down there just going, which is you're just running around trying to get into stuff. I've got there's nothing like going down there with a badge. If you speak at something or they give you a badge, it's like two different classes of people. Like <laughs> You can get into events, you can get into bars, you can get into clubs, and I'm not going to lie, when I went there without a badge, I was like, man, man, forget these old badge wearing that. You know, I'm like, that's how I was, until I got a badge. And then I was looking at them like, oh, excuse me, excuse me, peasants, could you move (laughs) out the way so that I can enter? Y'all are lined up. I'm going in. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's just a, a music conference. Do you have I a badge this year? I have access to a Oh, that's the other thing, too. People going and go Like, there are companies that, for, like, in this particular case, companies will pay for somebody to be down there with their badge, but they will just overpay. Like, they'll pay for, like, two, three weeks of badges. And then my friend's like, oh, dog, I'm leaving. Like, you want my badge? I was like, eh, I'll be down there for a couple of days, so I'll, I'll take that. That's interesting. I'm just gonna ask you this before Los you hop on. I know there's a South by Southwest Education Conference. Is that is, is what is that? Have y'all ever been so there? That I have not had the opportunity, and I find it very interesting. And I'm gonna to suggest to him that the South by Southwest Education Conference is not on spring break. Oh, it ain't. <laughs> like, no, the South by Southwest Education Conference. Well, that's smart because <laughs> teachers like to take time off of work. Stop that, that is true. That. Okay, okay, okay. You know, I never thought. I was like, yo, I would actually go if it was on spring break. But basically, I it's... I on spring break. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. I don't I'm want shit to break. do with school on spring break. <laughs> but... It's called break. I'm breaking. Mm-hmm. Okay, break. I never... I, I didn't break. think about that. I didn't think about that. Y'all right. Y'all right about that one. Uh, that was like two, three weeks ago. It usually starts okay. off... The, the education conference doesn't get as much press... But it's like the education conference leads into the interactive conference, leads into the music conference, then leads into the movie and film uh, okay. conference. 
I got you. But well, that's not like big shit, big Texas shit. If y'all ever in Texas around this spring break time, y'all check it out. Los, what you doing for um, spring break? Man, nothing much, bro. Staying low key, working out, trying to get back in that gym. I might go talking to niggas in the locker room. Oh, go ahead. Nah, them boys be talking to me. Relax, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it. I was it's hot just, afterwards, bro. Yeah, you want to? You want to hoop tomorrow, Los? You come to the? I, I went yesterday. Oh yeah, I saw you uh, run them up eleven hundred. Uh, what you call it? Yeah, I might get through there. What time? At noon? I might try mm-hmm. to come through there. Uh, but yeah, I'm just low key, man. I might go hit some golf balls or something, go fishing. Nothing. That's I ain't really doing that, dog. I'm chilling. Man, that, don't that sound like the life, man? I, I can I do all three of those things? We can hoop. I go. I find some time to hit some golf balls or go fishing. You know, fishing is my favorite thing. Well, hell yeah. Hey, y'all gonna bring hey. y'all kids? They gonna fight? <laughs> nah, bro, we gonna get that man some time to train, nah, dog. Man, yeah, okay. He ain't turn. Right. After March twenty seventh, we gonna we gonna. Uh, yeah, that man, got, that, man got, that man got like a week to to get his to get his stuff together, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? He 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 picking it up slowly but surely, man. He out you, man. Hey, Ghost, I'm gonna keep it in your hand. Um, I'm gonna let you go ahead on right now, man. Give me your favorite Avery meme of the month, man. If you uh, don't mind, favorite Avery meme of the month, man. I, you know that man is is notorious for his memes, right? So uh, I'm scrolling through, scrolling through, and, you know, being that, uh, you know, I was a kind of forced wrestling fan, and he got the one with uh, Scott Hall sitting on there with the jewels on, with the white, the white with the shirt looking like a a, a, a swole, great value Tony Montana, like one of his little, one of his little helpers, you know what I'm saying? And he talking this, talking this, talking this toothpick on, white on white, you know what I'm saying? That was my favorite one this week, bro. That man talking this shit, R.I.P., dog. R.I.P. to Scott Hall. He's the reason why I say H-Town is too sweet. Too sweet at everything. He does this. That's why it's interchangeable. So that's why people was like, what is this? Devon be like, what's that? I'm like, it's a long story. I, I didn't know what the hell you was doing until He was you pledging Zeta. That's what <laughs> Once you posted that meme, then I was like, oh. What? Going I know U of H. That man been doing that since right. the beginning of the podcast. I had no kooks. That's why people be like, oh, oh. I'll be like, yeah, you get it. I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's a wrestling thing. I'm a nerd, but it is what it is. And I mean, this this was, we were going to occupy some space at the end of the podcast, but since Lo, since that's what Lowe said, man, we're bringing it right there, man. Look, Razor, you know what I'm saying? Scott Hall, that dude, to me, they got this other meme with him with the black kids. Mm-hmm. This he, that man he occupies a certain space in black culture, and always did. That black people liked Razor Ramon as a. I think it's the same reason we like Tony Montana. I mean, I don't know yeah. Avery as a as the biggest wrestling fan. Now I'm not even going front like I I like to know what's going on in wrestling. I appreciate that, and you know, yeah. But I'm like, that's the thing because he's a uh, he's like he started off kind of like you know wrestling tries to be like good guy bad guy. He kind of blurred the lines. Yeah, he was a bad guy, but when you find out about him, he was a bouncer in life that killed a man, has PTSD behind that, goes to wrestle, coolest guy ever, plays a character on TV that's a jerk when behind the scenes he's really nice. Um, had some fell on some hard times, uh, had bad health issues, had bad drug issues, and then redeemed himself. So he has a lot going on in his life, like black folks. Uh, and then still being able to become iconic. Like, I mean, come on. We love this dude because of this. Like, the dude, like I said, he killed a man defending himself and had PTSD behind that. And the still went, went on to be able to make 
He the baby the band. Adult. Oh no, I and and I'm just gonna say this as a as a as a child. I mean, I listen to I, I mean I watch wrestling avidly as a child. We're gonna get to that in a second. Up until about, you know, high school, and I stopped watching in high school, and then around my senior year or junior senior, whenever year it was, I don't remember, I can't lie. But him walking out the crowd with the NWO. That might have been the biggest thing of my life in wrestling. Like that was the most the interesting thing, thing I've ever watched in wrestling. That was the most interesting thing. I remember I, people coming to school with the NWO shirts, yeah. and like, and he was the NWO. That was like I he tried was to the- explain that to people that how big that was because nobody, the internet wasn't there. Like nobody, like those guys left WWF and went to WCW, and nobody knew. So when they get there and they're like, you when Scott Hall comes in and says, Hey, you yo, know who I am. But you don't know why I'm here, Chico. Yeah, you don't know why I'm here. <laughs> and we're like, what? It was just on. You can't yeah. do that. Yeah, and then yeah. even to Devon, Devon has a friend, speaking of our neighborhood, Black Excellence. One of his friends he introduced me to as a kid was so cool to me. He was really corny. Uh, because he's Scott, he's a uh, uh, Kevin Nash's nephew. Okay. And he's yeah. always got a bunch of shit. And I'm explaining to Devon, like, I don't think you understand. Like, his uncle is, mm-hmm. like, on the he's on the top tier of, mm-hmm. like, you're looking at, oh, Hulk Hogan. I'm like, he's on the tier either on that or right under that. Like, yeah. his uncle is Scott Hall's best it's, friend. He's the shit. Let, let's just be honest. He's under that. Let's not – I don't want to oversell it because NWO was, like, my favorite shit, but I, I think I was in the know. You didn't have to be in the know to know about Hulkamania. Like when oh, you he was kid, you know what I mean? Hulkamania was probably the biggest thing commercial. in wrestling. Yeah, it's, commercial. Yeah, it's oh, the biggest. Yeah. And I and I would say, Ooh, I would say maybe um, Dwayne Johnson and Stone Cold Steve right. Austin probably is like on that tier. On yeah. that tier too. Yeah. NWO is if they're not right, it's right under. If it because the cash is right, right under. under. Yeah, it's I right under. No, if you you could be casual and still know about them because you know my my brother's the biggest arguing. wrestling fan I know, yeah. and yeah. he like. Yeah, I'm about to say, he, if I if I, I know them, they're top tier. Yeah. Because yeah. I go uh, Jake the Snake. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, this, this, this is bringing no. me up to a fire big three, a big three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I'm saying, I don't, I, I, big three, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a big three. This is our big three. Our big three wrestlers of our childhood. Let's let's go ahead okay. on and throw it around. Let's okay. try to make let's, 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 big three wrestlers of our childhood. And since Devon, you want to start? You want to start with Chicken Snake? He started. I I wasn't naming all my favorite three, but yes, Jake the Snake. <laughs> Jake the Snake is in there. He on my list. Jake Snake is in there. He's the one. Come on. He's one of the extra points. What was his? What was the snake's name? Doug, I don't know. Jake. What was the, Jake? Nah. The snake's nah. name was Jake. The name. The snake's name was Damien. Oh, no, I remember I that. I remember he used to walk around like Damien, and he was like, had the snake at people. I, I, no I just remember that man throwing somebody in a coffin and then throwing a bunch of snakes in there and closing it. And yeah, I remember, I remember that. Wild. That's that kind so of energy. Wild. Los, we, we're going to go in order of least to most wrestling know-how. So we're going to start with Devon. We're going to go to Los, then me, then I'm going to send it to Avery. One day, me and Avery are going to have our Black Wrestling Podcast. We've already been talking about Oh, you about do that? I got to get my brother on there. He, he know more about wrestling than all y'all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Los, give me your best uh, big three wrestling oh. as your childhood. 
Ray Mysterio. Oh. That boy's the first boy jumping and twisting off the thing, catching people by the head, flipping them over. I used to like that type of energy. I was on. I was, okay. That was my guy. Ray Mysterio. That, make, that makes sense. For me, my first one that comes to mind, Bret Hart. I used to think mm-hmm. Bret Hart was actually like, would hurt people because he would fight like the same. He'd grab your arm and he'd keep hitting your arm the whole match. And then he'd be like, oh, man, he must have really broke that boy on. He had the best ring psychology. Yeah, Bret Hart, man. To, 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 to even go up against your guy, my guy was uh, Shawn Michaels. Hated Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Shawn Michaels. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there was, a, there was a point in time, but yeah, I like Shawn Michaels. Awesome, dude. Some people say he the Michael Jordan the wrestler. That's what I've heard. They Some they, people say that, but there's at this point, there's like, you know. It's what like, it's what you like, right? Like Devon, 20. back to you. Give yeah. me one. Uh I feel like this is making me seem way older than the rest of y'all. Go ahead, shoot it. We're the same man. It, it's junkyard dog. He's on my oh, list. Yeah. He's on yeah, my list. Junkyard junk, dog. Junk, he on my list too. He on my list. All right. Junkyard dog. And I don't wanna I don't wanna throw out anybody else's other ones, but I say we got to give kudos to those black wrestlers of when we were kids. Because my, nope. I remember my dad used to be like, oh, that junkyard dog on? Kamala, yeah. Coco Beware. They used well, to I be say, like, I say my next one, Booker T. <laughs> oh. Hey, Tom. Hey, Tom, man. Book, man. Yeah. That's my guy. Hold, hold up, hold up. Like this. Yeah. Eight times too sweet. Eight times too sweet. Shout out to Los for wrestling. Booker T. Oh, oh, hey. shout, shout out to Booker T for being part of the intro to Bum B's concert. Like, they oh, had a big it? screen. Oh, the, the crowd went wild. It was like Booker T, Earl Campbell. It was like all these sports Earl people. Earl Campbell can walk out there? Nah, he no, didn't he walk out, out there. There was a walk. video that they showed him <laughs> okay. in their house at different athletes in different locations. They had some Earl but Campbell sausages. Like, Welcome to the A-Stop. <laughs> yeah. Earl Campbell. In the crowd. That's, that's what he's known for. <laughs> If Earl Campbell came out throwing sausages, nah, that'd be wild. And George, George, he's putting them on a George Foreman grill. So they were doing like the whole Ace Town. <laughs> Earl Campbell throwing out, the grill. throwing out hot sizzling sausage <laughs> to a sold out crowd in Energy Stadium. That's good entertainment right there. That's better than nothing to do with passing out joints. No, Booker T, Booker T is also, oh, for those who know, if you know, you know, the number one wrestling meme of all time. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, we coming for you, nigga! <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, yo. <laughs> it's funny, too, seeing him go back and forth on stuff. He'd be, he be interviewed by white people. It's such an ugly word. Oh, yeah. I cannot yeah. believe that I said it. I was like, nigga, you know that's the way you talk. Yeah, nigga, just said nigga before he walked in there. So, so like a real black man. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's why yeah, I, I always like him. Yeah, I was awesome like, yeah. house too. Uh, when um, side note, when I did Uber that year, I was going to pick up somebody from some house. I see the name. Y'all know it. Some of y'all will know the name. I see the name. It's calling me like, "Hey, you're gonna go pick up our friend Marty." The name was Charmel. Put nothing together right there. So then I go I back into this house, and it's a nice house, and I'm chilling. And then I see this garb. All I can see, I don't see no head. All I see is something. I said, "This looks like a Middle Eastern garb." And then the person opens up the door. And because I'm backed in, they open up the door and they go, don't be alarmed. I have on makeup. He sits down. It's the damn boogeyman. So I'm sitting there like, yo, it's the boogeyman. He sees in my car. I have an AJ Styles thingy. And uh, he's like, yo, um, oh, you're, you're a fan. 
And so we get to talking and it was kind of funny. I posted and my brother was somewhere and somebody goes, where's your brother at? And he was like, he's, he's with the boogeyman. Like, I'm like, yo, it was awesome. I got to drop him off at the, um, where the row was filming at the time. And uh, we got a lot of talking about some wrestlers and racism and wrestling. It was great. But, you know, still trying to get him on the podcast. So, you know. Did you, you hey, this. your black you wrestling fix right there. I mean, I think that that's an awesome, um, like, for a wrestling fan, that's like, it's like yeah. a goddamn pro, a pro athlete hopping in your whip. So I, I feel that. Um, I would say my next big three wrestler of my childhood was, in the most racist way you could think about it, was Tatonka. I used to think Tatonka <laughs> was cool. But, but in retrospect, they had that boy probably wasn't even wasn't even Native American if I had to guess. I was running around that thing, tomahawk chopping with the guy, that man. man Puerto Rican. <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> man! Nah, oh, was, he, got a, he got a tan every time he came. I used to like that. Let's defer to our expert. Is he Native American? No, uh, <laughs> no, not at all. No. Okay, yeah. Well, Scott Hall was Italian. He was playing a a, a what was that a a Cuban. So no yeah. wrestling, wrestling, was, wrestling was wild with the stereotypes. Wild, wild. wild. I, I be wild. telling people, I say, if you want to go after something, just like they've tried, I say, go after wrestling. Yeah, You'll just like find. you heard me just say Kamala. Kamala used to have a damn. Come on, man! They had us looking mad crazy. All of them. The crime, crime time. Come on. They had a tag team called Crime Time. Two niggas with do rags. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. They definitely doing crime though outside of the ring. Right, yes. Yeah. Crime. Okay, Avery, back to you. Let's run down oh, these last. Yeah. This is my second one. Of course, a black person. He's black. I hate we all say he's not. He's black. The guy that y'all know now and used to make fun of, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh okay. my God, my childhood man. That dude. Like y'all got him now, and that's great. But back when we were a kid, it was like. Yo, how are you not the most famous person on the planet? Hmm. The shit that he did, like, was just so amazing. I mean, how do you feel about, how do y'all feel about The Rock? I think he's the most charismatic. It doesn't matter how you feel about The Rock. The Rock is the greatest wrestler of all time. That's dope. That's why he's good. I'm done. That was dope. All right, so I don't disconnect, that? disconnect. Uh, <laughs> you put a hello L. Yeah, yeah, he got me. He got me. I mean, I guess I, I guess I have been influenced by the Rock. The way I hit people with that nothing nice to say all the time. I mean, that's influence, black excellence. Devon, give me your last one. Let's run through these last ones. It's just gonna be Andre the Giant. Why not? Why not? He had more yeah. teeth than anybody ever in the history of humanity. Yeah, yeah. That we, yeah. He's and the sad part is the main him. thing I remember about him is Hulk Hogan body slamming him. Yeah, that's ain't really WrestleMania three because yeah. we weren't we weren't we weren't young enough. I mean, old enough to like yeah. know Andre the Giant when he was giant in people in the seventies with the fro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I mean, his knees I, was gone by by the time we started. Yeah. With his knees was out. Oh, yeah, yeah. They yeah, had no knees. That man out. Yeah, Andre the Giant <laughs> is like Kareem Abdul Jabbar to me. Like we didn't get to see. <laughs> Kareem, like I, I know you. I know you're good. I know. Yeah, I know. I know the record speaks for itself. I know, <laughs> but it's I don't know. People, I didn't see when it. people question the legacy of Will Chamberlain because they're like, yeah. you score so much, and they're like, man, one of them games was on a court outside. Like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you wasn't balling, but like, 
Man, one of y'all games got canceled because there was like a skating rink that was supposed to be happening. Like, so it was a different time. It was a different time. I was like, you was playing a plumber. The niggas (laughs) on the other teams were plumbers. That nigga over there was a landscaper. He was a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? He had no job. Like, this is back when nobody, nobody cared about the NBA. Like, it was like, hey, man, I'm about to get off. Let me shine this last one, and I'm going to get out there at halftime. Like, <laughs> smoking cigarettes on halftime. Lacing up they Chuck Taylors. Have you hooped in Chuck Taylors? Yeah, that is hell. No ankle support. Like, Los, give, me your, give me your last one, Los. Oh, of course, Sting, bro. I like Sting. Bro, Sting I had Sting on my short list, icon. too. When Sting used to, uh, remember he came into the ring on the little thing, on the zip line? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm rocking with Sting, dog. Sting, Sting is it. Sting is a killer. Uh, if I got to end it up, I'm, I'm just going to say somebody else. People say it's the GOAT. Why not? When I was a kid, the un- it, it was either un- The Undertaker or The Ultimate Warrior. I'm going with The Undertaker. The Undertaker, yeah. I mean, it just I was scared. He was fired. I mean, it was Undertaker. No. He's from another, Texas, another, too, right? Another H-Town legend. Okay, Went to U of go. H. Undertaker. Okay. He played ball for U of H, huh? Didn't he hoop? Yeah, he hooped for U of H. And then you said, oh, really? <laughs> the Undertaker. The Undertaker <laughs> played for U of H? Yeah, he sure did. Oh, dang. I would have never yeah, thought Yeah, when you talked to, like, before uh, Big Daddy uh, Bears, Big Boy Calloway. With them eyes. Got, like, our grandfather would go to the uh, Houston Wrestling Alliance, uh, which is really big. <laughs> and he would, uh, he saw, like, a lot of wrestlers, and he'd just tell me about it. And I'm over here, like, I don't think he realized he saw, like, everybody. So he would mm-hmm. talk about mean Mark Callis, that was The Undertaker. And I was like, bro, you mm. see everything. But anyway, God rest our, our grandfather's soul. For this one, this is a special one, because what's today's date? Am I dating this? If I do the, can I say the date? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, three, it yeah, is 316. You yeah. know what that means? Yeah. Austin 316. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's Man, that dude, whew, That's that dude good. raised me. I don't know. I, I don't know which one had the better theme music that I get hyped for. If it was Austin or if it was uh, uh, Scott Hall or Razor Ramon, because both of them used to hit yeah. in a certain type of way. Um, that glass break was something serious, though. The glass break, man, it's still for this day. <laughs> for this day, like yeah. goodness. Okay, so hey, and he's gonna be at WrestleMania this year too. This is our wrestling moment. I'm gonna leave it with this one other thing that I want y'all some homework for you to go do. I just followed a wrestler on um, social media this week, and I and is is Jade Cargill. Listen, bro. Oh, that bitch Jade. Love her. Listen, and I, that's I think part of her name or something. That's not yes. that, the views. So she like an IG model type, fitness model type thought thing that turned into a wrestler, but she still keep that IG model slash thought thing going. So, like, on her IG story, she just be, like, laying in the bed, just looking at the camera and shit. I'm like, well, hold up. You're supposed to be a wrestler. The thing just, you see hey, the women man. women in wrestling. Hey, man. WWE, they hired, I hate when they do this. Black women have had this body style for forever. And all of a sudden, <laughs> now, the pinks got it. And they hired a pink wrestler that got that body style now in WWE now. And I'm like... And all like my my wrestling non black friends are like, look at oh, her. I'm like, man, I hate when y'all do that. Like that's every black woman ever. That's yeah. every black woman ever. Cut. But yeah, you say you say that's too much. Hey, Jay, fine though, but yeah, she fine, but you're too strong, man. 
Oh no, she's a she's a um, she'll put you like you want you. Yeah, clear it up. Not an IG thought. She's a female bodybuilder. Just happens yeah. to look good. She's a female yeah, body she, builder. Nah, yeah, she's she, she, like, like I said, she she puts you like she wants you. I don't, I, don't, I can't have it. Yeah, I'm scared of her. <laughs> hey, put me like you want me. Speaking of people, but I'm still who put gonna you, put her on eat or delete this week. Boom, boom, boom. Speaking of people who put you how you want you, I got three people that I need to hit up. And we're going to hit them up, and then we're going to get out of here because I know we all got stuff to do. We are recording early today. First and foremost, uh, Deshaun Watson, and I hate that that's the, the, the segue that I used. <laughs> but Put your eyes, you won't you? That is a crazy segue, but go ahead. Um, no, he did it on purpose. <laughs> hey, man. Will, will folks forgive and forget? That's what, like, it, how soon will it, would it not even matter? Because my whole thought about it is, go ahead, Los. If he ball out, people will soon forget. You got to play good. If if you play good, they forget. If you don't, they they keep piling on. But you got to play good. So Devon was hitting this thing about the allegations that I always... They're like, 22 sexual assault allegations. And then I heard somebody else say, it wasn't. It was like two. Like, the rest of them were... I mean, they were like sexual misconduct, like pulling his wood out in, in front of people, right? Like, that's bad, right? But it's not... It's not penetrating somebody against their will, right? I think that they said it's two allegations that are like actually he physically touched someone else. I think they said the other 20, 20 of them were just him being inappropriate, him being nasty. But I could be wrong about that. Devon, I said we were going to call on your legal I, expertise. Speak to Again, me. I don't know about that. What I do know is they took it to grand jury. They went there with uh, 10 charges. We're talking about 10 different individuals. They only got through nine. They just didn't even go forward with the 10. The grand jury is to make sure we have enough evidence to go to trial. And if people have paid attention to a number of, uh, a lot of times when there are like shooting cases, like where a cop shoots a black person or something like that, then they take it to the grand jury and they don't move forward. The major complaint is like, yo, you can get a grand jury to indict a, like a ham sandwich. Like you don't need a lot of evidence to at least go to trial. It's like, yo, do we have all these points? And then y'all go to court and prove it. So it is kind of telling that it's like they came here and since the beginning of this, one side has been like, we have all this evidence. And the other side has been like, okay, show us. They're like, we'll show you a trial. And they kept saying that. And then they went to the grand jury and the grand jury was like, you ain't got no evidence. There's not enough to go forward on criminal charges, at least right now, because this is just grand jury. The prosecution can go back and do more investigation and bring it up again. Uh, but they are moving forward on civil. Civil is a lot lower. It's like civil is anyway. just like, hey, man, like that's money damages. Mm-hmm. Criminal is like you might. This is life. Like you might go to jail. You might like, you know, what I'm saying they're going to be serious consequences. Uh I don't really know what to make of this case, except for the fact one side definitely like held strong. Deshaun Watson's side was just like, look, y'all ain't got no evidence. And when we get to court, you're going to see that we don't have evidence because a lot of these incidents that you're uh, talking about were consensual. Hmm. His thing has never been, oh, this didn't happen all the way with all of these women. Some of these is like, yeah, I did it. It was consensual. Sometimes I mess with my, uh, like the people that massage me. It is what it is. That's kind of been his stance the whole time. So I'm interested in seeing what comes out in civil because civil trial can get a little messier too. They can pull out all this extra yeah, evidence yeah. and things like that. I just, I think that the point that you were making earlier that I, I find interesting, right? 
and these are some of these these deep societal issues that I think that we want yeah. to we don't want to um sound like we're on the wrong side of these things because mm-hmm. you know women oftentimes don't get heard and don't get the, their fair shake in a lot of these things you know if you you know you, you we have little girls you know one day that you know they might be in a situation where you got to have a back and you got to be like you can't have predatory men out here but then the other part of it is that we also live in a society where we black men and we understand how quick it is to vilify a black man for yes. things I'm not going to use Deshaun Watson as the the test case for wrongly accused black men. I'm not. I just don't think he's wrongly accused in such a way. I think he was doing some barely legal, frisky type of things, and he was pushing the envelope, Mm -hmm. and he was wilding, and he was thinking that they was they gonna do it because I'm Deshaun Mm -hmm. Watson, and that's. But I don't know that for a fact. What I hate is that how everyone is kind of like on some. Oh my God! First and foremost, he's disgusting. His allergies, whatever. Because I'm like, come on, bro. Like, you don't, don't lump him in with everybody else who's ever done sexual. I don't think it's all the same. It's kind of my I, whole point. It's what we were talking about before. And I was saying, I had a conversation with, it was another professional. We were talking about, we were talking about a number of things. But Travis Scott and Deshaun Watson came up at two separate points in the conversation. And it is always interesting to me how there is a group of people that when a black man does something or is accused of anything, the punishment is death. <laughs> I don't care what I was like, dog. These are two wildly different situations. And I am a very big, like, rape needs to be taken a lot more seriously and the punishment needs to be at a much higher rate than it is because that's how you get people to stop raping. However, at the, at the accusation level, you're looking at a rape case and you're looking at this convoluted concert case. And on both of these, y'all are like, yeah, they need to die. <laughs> you're like, uh, we could at least go to trial and find out what's happening. Especially when you have, I would say on Deshaun's case, and it looks like Travis's case is going to be the same, where it's like, let's just go to court. Go to court and prove that I am wrong. And if you prove that I am wrong, okay. But we do need to go to court. Uh, with a certain group of people, that court thing just go out the window. Yeah. Oh, like when it's, when it's, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, once it's us, it's like, oh, no, nah, we don't need to. I said, oh, this is y'all. If this was 100 years ago, y'all the lynch mob. Yeah. Like y'all the ones that's like, yeah. let's go to court, pull them out the court, because I know, I know what's right and what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And the court ain't going to handle this right. And that that's all that's wild to me like there's since self-defense murder right there's people who go into someone's house and kill them like just indiscriminately there's a revenge thing with like you walk in and you catch you you there's police shootings who shoot people whatever do we say all of these murderers are the same no we don't we look at different mm-hmm. situations on a different situation and that's kind of why i look at the deshaun watson thing we way back in the day years ago when the allegations first happened we laughed we joked and we read some of the allegations on, mm-hmm. on the podcast. Some yeah. of the allegations were that he was erect when somebody came into the room to give him a massage. And he like, he bust, he came. like, yeah. And some of it got on somebody. And, they, and she ran out of the room and was like, he's disgusting. That is disgusting. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. But is it yeah. the same thing as like our boy that we know, Devon, who like who, who got in trouble for taking... like? 
Come on, man. It's, yeah. it's, no, it's, no, it's, it's not the same thing. Yeah. Like that and is not. It's still wild, but it's it's not that. I am it's wild, but it's not that. Is he going to be treated in the same? I find it very interesting that a year ago, people were calling for not the death. They were just calling for the disappearance of Louis C.K. And now you see Louis C.K. making a, a, a very gradual comeback. I have friends, women, that were like, like in the comedy community that were very much against Louis C.K., and now it's like, you know, I'm, I want to see what he's doing it's on the comedy. It's the same show. allegation, right? Wasn't he just exposing himself and stuff? Wasn't exactly. Just, I was yeah. like, these are two weird dudes. And yeah. there's no getting around it. Like, they need to be punished for whatever it is that, Doug, I'm, coming on somebody is wild. Like, <laughs> I don't care what it is. Like, that's that's wild. That's disrespectful. It's wild. It's wild. But with all of this, we're talking about non-consensual. Yeah, non-consensual. Because you're only, you only did that to a woman because if it was a dude that came in and happened, you'd be dead. Like, that, that, we, people, you would, a dude people, would kill somebody for less. People do yeah. it on the... You, we've heard stories about people on the subway coming on people, though, too. Like, I mean... Yeah. But that's, yeah. that's that, too... That's you the, being wow as shit. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's the level of what the two of them are doing. And I understand the hit to your career and things like that. But it's like, okay, well, this is not a new behavior. Mm-hmm. And we already have a punishment for this behavior. Yeah. So let's go to take care of that. But... For one side, and I would say for one lawyer, for one legal side to frame this as we're not going to say rape, but we're going to present this in a way where it mm-hmm. seems like mm-hmm. he raped twenty women. Because mm-hmm. that's that's the point, right? That's, yeah. That is a much different, and the media kind of bit on to that. Because I also know, like Deshaun was the, the grand jury said, "Hey, nothing's happening," and that was like one day. One day the media went, oh, y'all, Deshaun not going to trial. All right, moving on. No, it was and, like, hey, and, this is contract? You want to come play for the Saints? Like, yeah, that's for real. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it was immediate. Now, so, now all the news is like, well, how long are the Texans going to hold him for a trade so he can go to this team? Yeah. Now with all these teams popping up, and it's kind of like, you know, it, it is that thing where it's like, all right, well. So to answer your original question, how long will it take? If he come out and ball, he's good. Yeah, yeah. He come out and ball, it's going to be like, hey, yeah. I mean, he has an interesting past. He got to go Kobe Kobe Bryant. Your old lady waiting in in the huddle for you uh, at halftime. You got to go full Kobe, at least for a couple years. I mean, if Mike Vick could go to jail. But, I mean, I think about Michael Vick, too. It always comes up in these situations because it's always this idea of was the act as egregious or true or whatever it is to get you into um, that situation. And then you could always see that how Michael Vick kind of came full circle to where now he's doing Sunday night football and talking on TV mm-hmm. and whatever. Yeah. At the time, yeah. it was like, we were never going to see Michael Vick again, right? He's going to jail forever and we're never going to see him again. And, he, and, and he, was, he was another one where people were asking for Hang death. him up. Hang him yeah. up. Oh, they they were asking like for death. death. And it's you like, who were these people that were asking for his death? Oh no, we're talking about white people. We're just talking about Dwight Howard. And my other thing about that is it's that thing where it's like, like, look, this man carried my fantasy team for a few years, but uh, <laughs> Big Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, oh, yeah. they let oh, that go. They say and my family, they were in the bathroom drunk, like 
I remember and that. Was like, yeah. And, and he did like two or three times too, though. And yeah. I don't remember dude even stopping playing for a significant amount of time. Yeah. Like, I think I he got the, he got a six game suspension. They they the collective bargaining agreement brought it down to three. He served three exactly. games. Exactly. That's what that I remember. Man, it was sat out. Three he got games. a game. He got a game per rate and came back. Yeah. And came back. And it's one of those things where it's like you even see the response. He said it worth it too. If you bring up, <laughs> no, you can't say the view. You can't say that. The view. I said that what he said. <laughs> oh, he, he said I didn't say that. He said. Here's that. my thing. If you bring up that situation around a certain group of people, they gloss over that so quickly. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. You want to hang this man for being erect when somebody comes in the room? And this dude raped women. Yeah. What he saying? Both of them deserve punishment. Do both of them deserve the same punishment? And why are you asking for death for him? But him, you're like boys will be boys. And I'm like, well, no, that's we, we have to we have to look at ourselves and figure out who, like like Avery said, who are these people? Like, what are yeah. their motives? Like, yeah, it's, it's in, in much the same way. Why are these same people, these people, talking about Juicy Smoulet need to go to jail for five months um, for lying to the police about this hate crime? Um, in one of our text groups, there was this a heated discussion <laughs> um, from one of our, our homeboys who kept making a comparison to fake rape allegations to Jesse Smoulet doing Juicy Smoulet doing the um, <laughs> the fake crime, hate crime. Yeah. And I just don't see those two things as equal. He didn't say, like, this person uh, beat me up. He said, oh, it was just MAGA dudes. Like, yeah. if a woman said, hey, some, some, some random people raped me and didn't accuse anybody, then I think that would be the same thing. Then, like, because... He didn't name two people where they going to jail and could yeah. go, you know... This ain't the Duke Lacrosse. Yeah. This ain't the Duke Lacrosse yeah. where them women was trying Ooh. to get them boys lit up. Like, yeah. black women... You know what I mean? White yeah. boy. I think if he had to say something early on, <laughs> nothing really would have happened. But this is Chicago fighting him. Like, yeah. this was definitely a, yeah. oh, no, we got to do something. And I thought he probably was going to be in there like a month, maybe two. He's going <laughs> to pop out. First off, do. first off, I'm going to tell you right now. Per allegation. <laughs> my man is, I, I never, out of that family, because it's a family of actors and actresses. Uh, I loved his sister in uh, Lovecraft. Lovecraft. Oh, uh, yeah, in, um, in Full House. In Full House. No, no, no. Hands down. Great acting family. My man was showing, because here's the other thing. I believe that he knows that he's lying. Uh, my man is a fantastic actor. Because when he gave that speech, when they were pulling him out the courtroom, oh, yeah. I was like, yo, this dude going to be something when he get out. <laughs> so hopefully hopefully he get with a good publicist. And at the end of this two months, he come out. This honestly shouldn't even, this is like a, a, a goofy story. <laughs> it shouldn't have as much attention as it is paid to it. But I'm sorry, there's a lot of intersection with the, with the blackness. Like white people are mad that a black person accused white people because that's what they when we said MAGA they was like you knew it was us I was like <laughs> I was like no there are black MAGA people could have been like, Kanye maybe he was talking about I said that could have been yeah they was in Chicago 
It yep. could have been gay and a All signs point to Kanye. It could have been gay and a possible. I think yeah, the, description, the, the description he gave was yay. Like, I, I was so. like, I so. they had on boots. They had on a mask. They had on a weird leather jacket. There was holes hey. in the pants for no reason. Didn't, he, say like, they oh, threw some, didn't he say they had a bottle and threw some cum on him? It might have been yay in the show. Yeah. It wasn't. He said, wow. no, it wasn't cum. I thought he said lighter fluid. What did he say oh. he threw on him? Oh, no, I thought he, oh. No, it, was it was bleach. It was bleach. Bleach. It was That's bleach. what it was. And gave him a noose, which was wild because he was still wearing the noose. When the cops came, he's like, hey, 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 don't, don't, don't take it off. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Don't take it off. Like it was evidence. Because my thing he was probably laid out across the bed, just oh, like in a very, <laughs> in a very actor esque. But my thing is, why wear it? Like, the noose is the evidence. Like, you could have taken the noose off and been like, hey, that's what they put on me. It sounds like that a wild had a wild night to me. That that man all had the rest it of the stuff is, I mean, it's <laughs> terrible. The, the the fact that he left uh, to go out in Chicago and uh, a, 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 a record-breaking <laughs> storm night to get Subway. Hey, that was a red flag. I'm going to tell you right there now. Not what he was doing. He was going to get a foot long. They just missed it. one Subway. If he had a good PR agent, if he had a good, good PR agent, yeah. that's when you link with Subway. With First thing you get out of prison. Subway yeah. should be there with cameras. Like, no, 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 no press, is, no press is bad press. Eat fresh. <laughs> Man, let's go and eat fresh. That's oh what I'm saying. God, Man said he wanted oh. that six inch. I thought that was Sonic. He didn't know it was so. He thought it was Sonic. Well, get the merchant loan coming. Now, now what you're doing? Now what you're doing, little thing? And you know, and you know that you know they ain't they ain't even got Sonic up there. There ain't no Sonic up there. There's a fine line between subtlety and humor, Los, in overt. Overt foolishness. He wanted some arrows, but he wasn't going to get no chicken. (laughs) That is a much better innuendo. That's a much better innuendo right there. And you're related to the region. Region (laughs) Chicago thing. Arrow wings. I love it. Hands down. That mumbo sauce. That was They said he threw some mumbo sauce on him. That's what he's saying. Anyway, I, I, it, people are very invested in him going to jail and, or being punished in much the same way Deshaun Watson because people don't like they, – they always kind of throw this reverse thing and they throw out terms like race car and all the rest of these things. And it's just it just becomes these bigger issues of black men who, you know, honestly in most of these cases probably did the wrong thing. That we as black men have to not defend their actions but defend their right to, to a, a fair legal – um, outcome that because if they don't get one, then we ain't gonna get one. And I think that yeah. I think that that if we hearken way back to when I was in the seventh grade, you know, eighth grade, whatever it was, with with OJ, I think that at at its core, that's what we were always thinking. It's not about OJ Simpson. He's not the person that we want carrying the flag for black men being treated unfairly. But you know what I mean. We want to make sure that he gets a fair trial and all of that. And I want to end it with just this last thing. Kanye been on his bullshit for so long over these last couple of weeks. And I saw a quote the other day that said this, and I just thought that this was a very interesting quote. It said, Kanye does this thing where he highlights big, complex, and true topics that pertain to race and gender within the culture. 
But then he centers himself at the forefront as if he's a martyr and not just a dude arguing with his baby mama. And that was the repost from like the Jasmine brand. And Uh, and that is so accurate. I would say I have been on multiple podcasts. My brother's been on, I mean, years ago. I enjoy Kanye's music. Kanye has never been a political thinker or a thinker of a lot of thought. From the moment he, I know people like to do that. You know, he stood up on that telethon and said, George Bush doesn't care about black people. Mm -hmm. That was the most impulsive thing. And you saw immediately afterwards, there was no follow-up. There was no carryover. He spouts thoughts and then he just moves on. And more power to him. He makes his money, he gets that. But if you're following Kanye for his deep thoughts, you're not going to get him. Like, he throws out these very complex ideas or what he thinks is a complex idea and moves on. And he, like I said, he uses it to center himself. Kanye only rant when he got an album coming out. Kanye only rant when something's about to happen. Like, now it's the, you know, he's got this Donda 2 album out. Now it's my baby mother is horrible. I was like, people told you your baby mother was horrible a long time ago. (laughs) And honestly, nobody really think this woman's horrible. We think y'all deserve each other. We think that y'all are in a situation where it's like, I think she grew up. An attention whore. And she is an attention whore. And we just watching y'all get attention. The only winner out of this is Pete Davidson. Yes, definitely. He has a career now. Developing probably one of the highest paid comedy spec. Like when Pete Davidson comes out of this, I know he just gonna walk over to Netflix and be like, hey, I have been quiet this whole time. I would like a million dollars to talk about what has happened to me over the last year. And I'm hoping, which I'm pretty sure is gonna happen because nobody thinks Pete Davidson is gonna marry Kim Kardashian. He gonna wind up talking about both of them. Like, he's like, Kanye crazy, Kim crazy, and here was my last year with the both of them. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to be right there in Netflix. Definitely. I, I hadn't he, even really he, thought about he, that. Call it keeping up with the Davidsons, Pete. Uh-huh. Nah, if he, if he did that, because we are talking about a man that makes fun of the fact that his father died at 9-11 as a fighter. Yes. That's how he has built his career. This man ain't worried about a rapper yelling at him about this is funny to him. Well, so if you know what's hilarious too, go ahead with 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 the Kanye thing, uh, how the stands are because I put a, a minute mm-hmm. ago where I was like, "Yo, he is harassing his baby mama." People was like, "No, he's not." I was like, "You just like Dude. Kanye," or even with yeah. the old like he comes at Pete Davidson, Pete, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill you, Pete, Pete, I'm gonna kill you. Pete goes, uh, "I'm in the bed with your wife." And that's what you all see? the reports were. You go, see? Did y'all yeah. read, did y'all yeah. read everything that went, that went on? I said, that's like a nigga, like, I'm going to knock you out. And he'd be like, all right, do it then. Brother, we need to talk. No, no, yeah. keep that same energy. And that's why I oh, respect I Pete Davidson. Also, in the rap community, uh, there are certain rappers that, I don't care how popular you get. Stop acting. Nobody is afraid of Kanye West. At no. all. Nobody. At all. Nobody At since all. the beginning of time. My suburban <laughs> ass is not afraid of Kanye no. West. Kanye At West, could, I don't know what goons Kanye West could run up on me with. Fonsworth Bentley. Like, who's coming up with <laughs> Kanye 
to I'm more scared of Fonsworth Bentley than Kanye West. Yeah, at least Fonsworth I feel like Bentley Fonsworth Bentley got a real story. Like yeah, I was like, yo, he might be able to fight. Kanye can't fight. I, I don't mean, understand. Why. You don't have to be able to fight. You know, scary yeah, people do you. scary things. And if you're around like other people who want to be in a position, he could put people True. in a position. The only person that I'm less scared of around him is um, your boy um, Kid Cudi. I think I could beat Kid Cudi up before I could beat Kanye. <laughs> but listening to the whole scenario, I'm just I just kind of want to come back to it. Kid Cudi know. might be able to fight. He might have some hands. In a fight between Kid them. Cudi and Kanye, I'm putting my money on Kid Cudi. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Kanye, I, I think Kanye might be Kid able to Cudi. grab him. He like he be nah, anyway. That's, that's, that's it. Muscle. That's it. But once he get hit in the face, it's over. Okay, Kanye. No, his he got metal. He got a metal jaw. He will break the dude. Head. Anyway, <laughs> the point I'm getting at is I watched this documentary, the Kanye documentary on Netflix. Um, that them boys. Shout out to them boys. More power to them boys for getting money for it. Really shined the light on the mental illness that is going on with Kanye West. Like, people talk about it and, and, and say it in passing and whatever. That dude, like, when he said, my my brain is too big for my skull, and that's why I had to be committed. Well, no, people, you don't commit people who are sane. Like, that's not, like, the courts won't allow it. Like, you don't get to just commit people just to do it. Like, something has to be, there has to be a mental break happening there. All of that to say, I wholeheartedly agree with y'all that he is just, he is after this dude and... There are so many black men, specifically. I've been at war beefing with one of my homeboys about this for the better part of a week, who really act like Kanye is speaking for them. Like, like, oh, man, these women do this stuff with these kids, and they don't let their father see these kids. And I just be like, in much the same way I said earlier, Deshaun Watson ain't my, uh, uh, OJ Simpson ain't my person I'm going to hold up to say this is why black men are getting treated bad. Yeah. Kanye West is not the person I'm going to say is the role model for why black fathers the, the are not in black dad, baby daddy. He, he is not. They, that is not the situation. I will never ride with a black man who's sitting over there just shitting on the next dude who with his ex, shitting on the mama, walling on him in public forums, doing all kind of sending flowers, to, just crazy shit and then saying I'm being wrong. No, there is a legal system. That yeah. that 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 is here, and he can say all day that we supposed to have joint custody and quotes and why my kids couldn't come to church with me at Sunday service. He can say all of that, but if he legally had a ground to stand on, they then he would just call the police and and it would be taken up in civil court and he would get in trouble. So ever she would get in trouble. So evidently she is not obligated to do that. So why yeah. like you are sitting here on some on some what you think your rights are versus what you think is right. And mm-hmm. I think that when you divorce all them, th- like Low City Best, that man ain't carried that baby. Like, I, that, like baby you want- when you, when, that baby way more hers than yours when you get divorced, bro. You ain't there <laughs> like, to live with her. That baby way more hers than yours. Yeah, well, yeah, neither so. did Kim. In, in, <laughs> well... Well, I'm now we're talking about hey, one what she did. That is the that yeah, is one or two thing in the court system because people be like, oh, the, yeah, the woman in most cases carries the baby, yeah. and a lot of times the way our system, the way our world in America is set up, the woman is usually taking care of the baby mm-hmm. more so. When y'all was together, and now it's like y'all separated. When you moved to Wyoming, she was taking care of the kids. Exactly. And my thing is, when you see Kanye, I see the other dude, like, the number one thing you see now, you see dudes that complain about uh, the court system and things like that, and most women's response is, go to court. 
<laughs> a lot of these dudes don't go to court yeah. or like you didn't show up at court. Yeah. You didn't get a lawyer. You didn't fight for your kid at all. Devon, you have no preparation. Let me put a pin in that because that has been my biggest thing right there. I think that I'm not going to say 100%, but most all of the men that I know who have a divorce situation, who have a, uh, or a, they're not with the baby mama no more and a custody thing. Those who fought super hard for their kids right when it got happened, what they want. got exact got fifty what you got what they want. Yeah, they got want. what they wanted. If you're going to be lax about, and we're talking about raising a child, if you're gonna go half assed at trying to get your child, that's what you get. The court, and yes, I know the court system is skewed towards a certain direction. Facts. So if Facts. you know that, go get an attorney and say this, this, and this. Document all this stuff. And then just go ahead and move forward. Because you'll find that when you go with that stuff, it gets markedly easier fighting. Yes. But why would you go up against a rigged system? And then a lot of these dudes would be like, well, I give up. I didn't. Did you go to yeah. court? No, I didn't, I didn't even show up. See, that's I didn't show up. My homeboy got his kids back from his baby mama, got full custody of all three of them on his own. Literally just showed up in court. Hey, this is what happened. This is what happened. This, yeah. this, 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 this. This judge was like, all right. Well, you are obviously the better candidate for the child and went forward. So it is one of those things where it's like, take some kind of ownership and move forward. And if you want your kid, get your kid. If you a single man right now, you broke up with your wife, your wife has the kids, all that other kind of stuff, you on your own, dog, have a space for your kid. It's something when you go to court and they're like, so you live in a one bedroom, Hmm. uh, and your child's supposed to visit you, or what I need a two-bedroom for. He don't live with me. Okay. Thank your you, wife sir. has a two-bedroom. Thank you, sir. Your ex got your ex got a room. Say, for the say kid. less, sir. Say thank less. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna go that far. They're gonna say, okay, thank you, sir. Yeah. Like, like, like a lot of times those are, it's just meetings. You don't even have to go in front of yes. a judge. You be at the AG's office in the little back room, you and her having a conversation about whoop de whoop or whatever. Before you even get to court, it's a conversation to have with you. You know what I mean? And then you, you okay, what do you want? Okay, this is what they say. What do you need? What do you need? And you can kind of hash it out then before you exactly. have to go get a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? But just, so but you got to show up though. That stuff. And we're in Texas. Texas is very, I don't care what anybody say, Texas is lax yeah. on dudes and child. I Hell got yeah. friends that are attorneys that one of my friends dealt with, it was an athlete that was getting traded from Texas to another market. They were fighting hard to stay here in Texas. It was the difference between child support here in Texas and child support that was 10 times as much as the amount that they were giving in Texas. So when dudes in Texas get to complain about, like, you can call up child support office the same way you call up, like, student loans and be like, look, this is what I got. Like I got yeah, this. You right. They Let's go ahead and move. Oh, they don't get you on the back end on Texas. They they let you drown yourself out here. Oh yeah, yeah. They if will. You don't, if, I they don't. Will. I know a couple dudes down there drown. That boy had to go get the loan to get out that water. Hey, exactly. <laughs> so it's like Texas will let. So I'm like, they my thing drown, is, so. you can make this yeah. work. You just gotta actually want your kid. That's all beyond. That's I just all. want my kid. I think you gotta want your kid and want to take care of it. The Kanye thing, though, it it strikes a chord with me, and I've talked to you know I can empathize with this situation here because to to me it ain't about anything we're talking about. We what we have started kind of pivoted to was talking about the deep societal issue behind custody. Kanye West wants his ex back, doesn't want her to tell him what to do, 
wants to control. He wants, he he wants control, to control. Yeah. He wants his kids mm-hmm. when he wants his kids, and he mm-hmm. don't have any um, respect yeah. for the legal system or yeah. for her, like he or her dude. Like he just he he wilding dog. Like Pete yeah, Davidson got right. every right to slap shit out of him. Like yeah, period. Yeah. Period. And in a fight between in a fight between Pete Davidson and Kanye, I put my money on Pete Davidson. I put too. all my and money. And I don't think Pete Davidson can fight. Now, nah, Pete Davidson, he'll be what uh, did crack or something, huh? He's strong. I, I, I just want to know <laughs> For real. who's the marketing so company. Fentanyl. Yeah, the yeah, PR yeah. the PR agency Zombie that's getting point. all of Kanye's uh, Kim Kardashian lookalikes. Oh, because well, the man, man has one like every week now. Hey, like it's like he it's a new insane. girl, and they always come forward. Like, here's what you need to know about me. I'm like, that we don't need to know nothing about you, dog. Like, they we know Kim Kardashian. I think, I think I think he I think he, he I think he'd been mass producing them when he started uh, making the uh, Yeezys. Like he started Yeezys? making them. He started. He got somewhere where there's a bunch of them, and they make them, and you know, let them heal and. And he can make them like he want to make them. I I'm think right here, here. You could order them off of no stock X. Yeah. <laughs> you can make you can make the argument that I mean I Kim K was just been Kim tough. K was just a bad copy of a black woman, and yeah. now he's just making copies of copies of copies. But he, no, he figured out what he all, did wrong. He figured out what he did wrong. At, but they all look a little, you know, diluted. Yeah, a little off. I was like, oh, you should have you should go back to the original. <laughs> Why? Well, that's just it. You gotta keep playing with that potion till you get it right. The first time you made spaghetti, wow. it didn't taste like your grandma's spaghetti. Did you had to keep cooking? You gotta, you gotta, keep, you gotta, on, you gotta keep on going gotta, back. So he got, he just gonna keep on throwing spaghetti. You gotta get the recipe. You gotta get the recipe. What's funny too is how he talks about how he wants his kids and how he raises them. And I'm not, I don't know these people personally, but you there's stuff that people say it. that sticks out in my brain. Like y'all are talking about real stuff. Kanye, like talk about how he raises his kids. His his friend, I don't know if they're friends still anymore. I remember the one time Jay-Z was on The Breakfast Club. And Charlemagne, no, Angela Yee was like, when he first had kids and they had the the, the twins, and he goes, you Angela Yee was like, so do you get up in the morning like, or in the middle of the night and raise your kids? Mm-hmm. And Jay-Z, forgetting where he was at, turns to Angela Yee and goes, don't you understand? I got an army? And then Charlemagne catches it. She goes, so you don't mess with your kids? Oh, 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 yeah. I was like, no, you don't, nigga. Yeah. No, you don't. He said it, it, it goes through a lot of people before it comes down to him. Before to I don't get habits. up. And that's the way I feel about when they're like, oh, yeah. Well, while, while you know, when the mom was like, oh, when 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 you were uh, in Wyoming, Kim was raising that kid. No, she wasn't. Yeah, she's right. Uh, you're, right. You're, right. You're, right. Yeah. you're right. I mean, look, he raps about it in songs. She was sleeping at that house. Yeah, she was sleeping at that house. More than him. <laughs> the nanny's oh, work, nigga. My thing yeah. is, he raps about it in song, like, oh, you got all these nannies taking care of the kids. But I'm like, do you think we believe that it's any different when the kids are in your house? Yeah. Like, do we think, as much of an attention person as you are, do we really believe that you are out here just on your own? Just changing you diapers. jet setting, you doing all this stuff. Of course, you a billionaire and you make money as yourself as this industry. I seriously doubt that you have the luxury of paying a lot of people to watch your kids. It just is what it is. I mean, yes. the Kanye debate could go on and on, and I mean we could have it, but I know we all got some things to do. We all got to get to moving. But listen, um, you know, every 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 month, middle of the month, the Ides of the month, we bring in them, them boys from In My Humble Opinion. So definitely we appreciate y'all. We got to get some some interim work going on between now and the next time. So let's make it a thing. But, you know, 
Until the next time. Y'all have a great weekend. Make the best friend weekend. You're not gonna edit this part. This part will be edit that part out. This is a good part. <laughs> this is good stuff. Did you take your Did you take mm-hmm. your glasses off to see?